Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. I'm Andrew Hansen, ready to break down a five-game NBA DFS slate for you. And what a day in sports with two bonus NFL games tonight at 7. And we've got this slate kicking off at 7.30 Eastern. I'm fired up. We'll be ready for you here at DFS Coach Talk. And let's get after it. Interesting thing here with these five games, no one involved on a back-to-back. So all we have to do is figure out who's playing and then zero in on the matchups and we'll be good to go. So this is exciting. And uh, we're going to start at 7.30 with two games. The first one is Indiana and Miami. Total here, 208.5. Indiana favored by 2.5. The totals range today from 208.5 to 221.5 with the late game hammer, Phoenix and LA being the highest total. So a little bit of a sluggish start here. Both teams slow in pace. We've got that top 10 Miami defense, Indiana middle of the road. We do have Miami's good offense, but we know they're a little bit banged up. But let's start on the Indiana side where uh, they're actually pretty healthy here with Brogdon back in the lineup and uh, Levert ready to go. You saw him on our thumbnail. Uh, I, I do like him. These two teams have played twice this season. And one of the matchups, the most recent one, was similar to the lineups that we'll see tonight because Butler and Bam were out in that one. Now, Hero and PJ Tucker started that one for Miami. Tucker is out again tonight. So Hero is the question mark. And actually, he just got upgraded to probable. So he's the biggest question mark on either side here in game one. But the point is, when they played before, Levert had a strong game. He scored 27, a lot easier to navigate, of course, for him without Butler. And he's nice $6,500 price on FanDuel. So he's my primary target over there. Brogdon, more expensive. Holiday is a GPP option back in the starting lineup, 4,100 on both sites. If he hits his threes, he'll pay off there. Sabonis is a little pricey for me tonight especially on DraftKings at 10-6. He hasn't been coming anywhere close to 5-6x to 6X at that price over there. 9000 on FanDuel, much better. Uh, Turner, um, you know, again, he's a, another a big who, if he hits his threes, he can pay it off. But uh, mid-tier option there, not my favorite choice. On the bench, we've got Duarte back there now, uh, around 5000 uh, Brad Wanamaker has lost most of his value now going back to the bench. Brissett is the one guy I would I would take a look at. He's at a nice price on both sites, GPP option, and playing 20 minutes or so, he can fill up a stat sheet. On the Miami side, um, with Hero being the, the big question mark here, that changes everything on the Miami side. If he's out, then I'm interested in Lowry, Gabe Vincent, and Struess. Those guys have been getting up a bunch of shots. And in the last game, not so much for Vincent, but the two before that, he was really hot from deep. Struess has been getting it done. They've both been priced up a little bit, and they're at the point where if Hero is back, then I'm probably going to fade all of them. Hero's been dealing with a quad issue, which scares me a little bit for as much as he relies on his speed and and agility. Uh, And then Lowry, really expensive on DraftKings, but FanDuel 7,800, he's he's on the borderline for me. 
As far as the rest of Miami goes, uh, we've got to figure that Duncan Robinson and Deadman will continue to start. The four is the question mark. What do they do there without P.J. Tucker? Do they bump somebody up like Akpala? I think he's the most likely candidate there. They have also signed Zillin Cheatham to a 10-day contract. Uh, Akpala is one of these hustle guys who is capable of hitting value, but not very reliable. And there's another guy we'll get to later in the state in the slate who's pretty similar to that. So you'll have some options in that price range. But the guy on the bench I'm most interested in is actually Yurtsevin, who has been getting around 20 minutes as the backup to Deadman. Two straight games with 12 rebounds. And I watched his tape this morning from the last couple games. I really like how he gets after it on the defensive glass. What I don't like as much is how he's finishing around the rim offensively or attempting to finish. He's been a little bit tentative there. Yeah, he'll mix in a dunk or two if he gets wide open. But with any sort of defensive presence, uh, he hasn't been finishing well. If he does, then look out because along with the rebounds, um, you know, he'll mix in some stocks. Actually, when these guys played that second matchup earlier this season, he came off the bench for 12 points, five rebounds, and two blocks, matching up mostly against Brissett. And he's got the size advantage there. Uh, so 3,500 on DraftKings, 4,500 on FanDuel, both playable for me. All right, let's move to game two. The other 7.30 tip, it's Detroit and New York in the Big Apple. Knicks favored by nine and a half here. The biggest favorites on the board dealing with the five and 24 Pistons who are without Jeremy Grant. Total here, 207. Uh, we've got the slow pace of Miami, uh, sorry, New York uh, right after Miami. They're 26th and 27th. So we've got some slow teams here at the beginning of the slate. End of the slate, by the way, Phoenix and the Lakers one and two in that department. That's why it's the highest total tonight. But with New York um, and their slow pace, Detroit with their bad offense, they also have a bad defense, though. Uh, no wonder they're five and twenty-four. So I'll have some interest in the Knicks side. But let's start with Detroit without Grant. I'm projecting the starting lineup to be Killian Hayes, Diallo. Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bey, and Isaiah Stewart. From the guard group, Diallo, I like more than Hayes. You know, Hayes can just have absolute duds. Diallo's got more of upside. Uh, coming off 15-7-2 against Miami, played 30 minutes. Low to mid, $4,000 range on both sites. Cunningham uh, needs to mature and get more consistent. We know he's had some struggles with his shot all season, but last game he only took four shots. Uh, it was a back-to-back, and the game before that he had almost a triple-double, but at 8,600 on DraftKings, I don't think I can go there. 7,700 on FanDuel, I think you'll get a little more ownership there, uh, but just not my favorite price today. Sadiq Bey, unfortunately, is probably the most attractive piston, but. I just always hesitate to play him. He is so volatile. He has been better without Jeremy Grant. But look at his shooting numbers still in the season. 37% from the field, 31% on threes. He's just he's not a great shooter, but with the volume, he can get it done. 5,200 on FanDuel is pretty cheap for him. 
However, he's a small forward only tonight, and that position is actually crowded on FanDuel tonight. There's a lot of shooting guard, small forward combo guys around that mid-five, mid-six-K range that are attractive. So you're going to have to play with that. Uh, you know, If you do play three or four different lineups, then that's one spot where you want to vary it a bit. Isaiah Stewart probably just out of contention for me today, but he has been playing better. With the Detroit bench, I don't plan to go anywhere there. We've got a pretty messy rotation with Corey Joseph, Frank Jackson, Saban Lee. Uh, Lyles has been getting some decent minutes uh, in the front court, but I like a lot of other options better than him tonight. So I won't go to the Detroit bench. On the New York side, big absences still with R.J. Barrett, Quickly, Knox, and Toppin. I'm recording this just after lunchtime, so we'll see if anything changes before tip. But if it doesn't, then we're looking at a potential small rotation for the Knicks, with the only question mark being Derek Rose. Uh, He's dealing with an ankle issue. And one other note here is that they've signed Damian Dotson. So he could mix back into the rotation. Right now, I don't see him available on the DraftKings slate. He is on the FanDuel slate. Probably won't play him, but just want to mention him because the Knicks really did use a tight rotation against the Celtics in the last game. Uh, And you got to love it. So Kemba was back out there, played 37 minutes, scored 29 actual points. So good for Kemba. But then Fournier played 43 minutes. Burks played 41. Randall played 41. Uh, That's what we love here in DFS, especially on a five-game slate uh, with a team against a bad defense. Excuse me. But Derrick Rose can really foul that up if he comes back to play. So that's what we're going to watch here before the slate starts. If he's out, then Kemba's squarely in the mix for me. Uh, I like Randall on FanDuel at 88. Don't think I'll go to him on DraftKings at 10-3. And then Fournier, GPP option. Burks, one of the most uh, very, you know, the biggest variation in price here on this slate. Burks is 7,600 on DraftKings, only 56 on FanDuel. But again, he's in that uh, group of shooting guards and small forwards. So really, Kemba is a a pretty big target for me if Derrick Rose is out. Uh, He might be eliminated for me if Derrick Rose is in. Uh, Randall's a possibility, and that's probably about it unless we get any more news. All right, game three. At 8 o'clock, we've got Portland and New Orleans, and this is the game on the slate I think is most attractive to stack, whether it's a large game stack or maybe three or four guys total. Uh, the total here is 219. We've got a nice close spread, though. New Orleans favored by one. And we have nice pace with Portland. They're 11th. Middle of the road pace for New Orleans. But two bad defenses here, 27th and 28th. So this is what we like to attack. And it seems like we have one big question mark in each game here uh, with Hero in the first Rose in the second, and it's Lillard in the third, questionable with the hamstring issue. Pretty big domino effect there, of course. If he plays, he is playable for me. 
uh, against this bad defense. 8,600 on, on FanDuel is nice. He, we're going to have to um, proceed with caution, though, since he's dealing with the hamstring issue. But no matter what, I really like Powell tonight. Mid-6K range, he's been playing very well uh, without C.J. McCollum. So he's going to be probably one of my core plays tonight. Also just got word that Nasir Little is questionable. So this could be another team with a very tight rotation, just like New York. So we really want to zero in on these guys. Uh, Nance is going to be attractive to me, whether Little starts or not. Even more so if he's out. Only 4,600 on DraftKings. 5,400 on FanDuel is still doable for me. Covington is the next guy here. 4,300 on DraftKings. And how about his last five games? He has averaged 4.6 stocks per game. He's one of the few guys in the NBA that you can really count on those defensive numbers. Um, so 4,300, yes, I like. 6,000 on FanDuel is a little bit steep. But there's also two other guys we can look at here from the bench. Again, if Lillard is out, then Anthony Simons is squarely in play. Uh, really good price. He'll probably be locked in for me. And then Ben McLemore is in the 3K, 3K range on both sides. He had 28 actual points against Charlotte a couple games back. Then he had a dud. We know that he's volatile. Could he possibly start if Little is out? I think he could. So keep an eye on that. Uh, that could be a real value play that develops. All right, with New Orleans, we've got Zion out long-term, unfortunately. Such a shame. I hope he gets healthy soon. NBA is much better with him out on the court. Um, but I want to start the New Orleans dis discussion here with Devontae Graham. And how about that game winner against OKC? Just phenomenal. Basically, from the other three-point line, buzzer beater to win it, walk off. And that's not the only three-pointer he's hit lately or taken. In the last six games, he's gone 25 of 59 on his three-pointers. That works out to 9.8 three-point attempts per game, and he's hit 42% of them. So really in a hot streak here, feeling good. Only 5,400 on DraftKings, 6,400 on FanDuel. He is locked in for me on both sites, and he can play shooting guard for you on FanDuel. I also like Hart right next to him. Uh, almost the same prices on both sites. He's one of these shooting guards, small forwards on FanDuel that I'm interested in. Just often getting double-digit rebounds and doing a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, and they've got a good matchup, remember, on the other side. This is why I want to stack this game because we've got bad defenses, starters with good prices who are uh, getting it done. Uh, so Hart is squarely in play for me. Ingram. Uh, you know, you you say, oh, let's stack this game. And then you think, well, we got to start with Ingram, right? The star of New Orleans. But look at his price tag. 8,900 DraftKings, 87 FanDuel. He has not been getting a 6x return on that price. Now, if there's ever a time for him to do it, this would probably be it. But, you know, my first lineup for this game, well, for the slate, is not going to involve Ingram just because he's too pricey. Herb Jones is in play for me. Another way to get more exposure to this 
to this game, 4,200 on DraftKings. Joe Val uh, is a possibility, sort of on the outside looking in. And then with the New Orleans bench, I do want to mention Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I just like that last line against Milwaukee, 30 minutes. He comes in, gets 17 shots, two for 10 on threes. We know he just absolutely chucks it. Um, but probably won't play him here. I mean, he's only a thousand less than Graham. So I'll just go with those starters and the rest of the bench, not getting enough minutes. Uh, and I don't think they'll get enough opportunities to pay off their price tags. All right. Two games left. Um, before we go there, just want to invite folks to join us in discord tonight. Um, we'll have all of these NBA lineups for you. FanDuel and Yahoo, full lineups, cash and GPP. I will have the DraftKings clipboard for you with highlighted core plays and pivots to fill out your lineup. And then we'll do similar activities for all the NFL games tonight, one game and two game slates. So jump in this afternoon. Come in before 6 p.m. Eastern, please, to make sure you're in and situated to get those lineups because we're going to start putting up the football lineups around 6.10 or 6.15 Eastern. So Sign up on the website, dfscoachtalk.com, and then we'll send you an email and get you into our Discord. All right, 8.30, we've got Minnesota and Dallas, a rematch from Sunday. Uh, that one was a victory for Minnesota, 111-105. to 105. They are now one-point favorites as the home-and-home home goes to Texas. Total here, 212 and a half. Big news here on both sides with the absences. Pat Beverly Vanderbilt has been added to the list here for Minnesota. Edwards, Okogie, Prince still out. And Minnesota has added Chris Silva and Rajon Tucker with 10-day contracts. Uh, let's just hit the Dallas side uh, now too, shall we? We still have Luca out. Kleba is out after playing 31 minutes in the last game. Willie Cauley-Stein, Bullock. Uh, still out. Porzingis questionable with the toe issue. And then we've got Nilakina back in. And Dallas has signed Marquise Chris and Theo Pinson. All right. So what do we have left after all those moving parts? Well, on the Minnesota side, I think the four starters we can really count on to be out there are D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, the big cat, and then Jaden McDaniels. I think he'll step up with Vanderbilt out. The question is, who's that fifth starter going to be? I'm not sure at this point. But let's talk about those four guys. Russell, uh, another one of those, oh, right, let's get after it here with him, with all these other guys out. But he's almost 8,000. He hasn't been coming anywhere close to even five, five X plus. So, um, you know, he'd have to really get it together and pick up a few stocks and really go off offensively uh, to pay this one off. Remember Dallas 29th in pace and they're 13th in defense. So they're decent. So I'm planning to fade Russell. Don't like his recent performance. Beasley is more in play for me. Only 4,800 on DraftKings. Now, you know, it's not quite in the groove that he has been in recent years, but you know, this is the the type of price and game situation where he could really thrive at that price. So he's on the radar as you know more of a GPP play. Um, 
Jane McDaniels is the guy I was referencing early, kind of sim- referencing earlier, kind of similar to Akpala as a fill-in starter, hustle guy, you know, in the 3K range, he could really pay it off or he can give you 12 fantasy points. So proceed with caution there, really more of a GPP focus for me. The big cat, with all this uncertainty, the one thing we know is that if you want to play him on DraftKings or FanDuel tonight, you're going to pay exactly 9900 Nines are wild for the big cat tonight. A uh, little pricey here. And as I've built out my initial rosters, I've been trending a little bit more t- towards a balanced build. Uh, I don't think you have to pay up for a guy like this in this price range. But I'm going to keep playing with the GPP to see if he makes the cut. We know that he can smash. And I'd be more you know, interested in him as a smash candidate than, than Russell. With the Minnesota bench, uh, Jalen Noel should step up and get a little bit more action without Beverly. 3300 on DraftKings. He could easily pay that off. Uh, Chris Silva, as I mentioned, they signed him to a 10-day contract. On DraftKings, I'm seeing him as a $3,000 power forward. I don't see him on the DraftKings, or sorry, the FanDuel slate right now. Uh, he'd be a deep GPP pivot off of McDaniels. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Nas Reed, who should get decent run. Uh, but this bench isn't my favorite. I'd probably be more likely to go with one or two of those starters. And then on the Dallas side, in that matchup on Sunday, we had strong performances from Brunson, THJ, and DFS. Brunson, 18-2 and 11, but he's over 7,000. So... If he does the same game as last time, he's not going to pay off value. Uh, but, you know, he's a possibility. He's just been priced way up from the old days as a, as a backup to Luca. THJ really got it going. Uh, so I'm, I'm more likely to go to him. I mean, he's in the 6K range for one thing over Brunson. And he's really explosive as a scorer. DFS, same thing. You know, even cheaper than, than Hardaway. But they both can be dependent on threes and stocks, and those don't come as regularly for a guy like DFS as it does for a guy like Covington. Uh, But one of those guys I would think would hit value. Powell has been starting at the center, and we don't know what's happening at the four. So that's the big news, of course, here with Porzingis. Those first three guys I mentioned are, are more attractive if Porzingis is out. If he's in... He's a little pricey for me at, at the 9K range, um, you know, with any sort of a questionable tag. But if he's out, you know, then we could have a GPP entrant, somebody like Marquise Chris. Uh, you know, he's in that same price range as McDaniels and Akpala. And he's the type of guy who can get you a double double just from hustle and. You know, doesn't have to have been playing all season or it doesn't have to give you 30 minutes. I mean, he can get a double-double in 20 minutes and he's talented enough to score. So we'll see what news we have before the slate starts, but he is definitely on my radar if Porzingis is out. For the rest of the Dallas bench, not not really interested there. We'll see what happens with Neil Aquina, Pinson. Um, you know, could enter the rotation. 
And then we've got Burke and Sterling Brown, Moses Brown, Boban waiting in the wings, just searching for minutes so he can come out and smash. Uh, but probably a focus on the Dallas starters here. All right, one more game. It's 10 o'clock Eastern, Phoenix and the Lakers, and it is the late-night hammer with that biggest total of 221.5. Phoenix favored by seven. This is the game on the slate, the only one that has two teams with winning records. Phoenix cruising along at 24 and, and 5. Lakers have gotten over that 500 hump. They're 16 and 15. And in the second game of the season, these teams matched up. Phoenix won that one also in LA, 115 to 105. Chris Paul was uh, the standout performer in that one 23 points, five rebounds, 14 assists, putting on a show for his buddy LeBron on the other side. Um, He's probably my favorite Phoenix Sun here tonight. 8,400 on FanDuel is nice. 91 on DraftKings, pushing it a little bit. Um, but if you look at the last couple of games, don't be distracted by those totals. Phoenix won uh, with blowouts in both of them. So the starters didn't have to play many minutes. Uh, they just beat Charlotte by 31. And all the starters played well, but they didn't play big minutes. Uh, so Booker, you know, should be rested again, Island game for both teams, uh, Booker just coming back and played 26 minutes against Charlotte did fine 16, six and five, uh, but he's the secondary option for me until he's really back at full strength. Uh, you know, the contrast in this game to the great pace is the great defense. Of course, Phoenix is second Lakers are ninth on the season. Aiton at over 8,000 is a little bit iffy for me, but, uh, you know, you get a big savings from Cat if you want to pay up a little bit at that spot. And then on the Phoenix bench, campaign is probably my favorite target, but, you know, 5,000 and up. On this slate, we have other guards in that price range that I like more, but he's been playing... You know, over half the game, and he's been really solid without having to make a bunch of threes. So he's not one of these three-point dependent players. Just a very strong backup point guard. I mean, Phoenix is in a great spot there. Uh, other bench players probably won't go there tonight. You know, if this is a close, if this is a close game, uh, this the these bench guys won't get as much run as they had the last couple games in these blowouts. So don't get distracted by their big numbers either on the other side, except, of course, for JaVale McGee, who's just a machine lately. Uh, but uh, he's probably going to slip through the cracks on this slate as well. All right, how about this Lakers side? Lots of news over there in contrast to Phoenix. By the way, only guy out there is Abdel Nader. So they've got their rotation now with Booker back in the mix. But with the Lakers, we still have all these absences to COVID with Reeves, Bradley, Monk, Bazemore. Um, we've got Ariza probable to, to make his second appearance. And then the news that just came out around lunch today is that Taylor Horton Tucker and Dwight Howard are back in. So I'm projecting them to return to the starting lineup along with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. And my guess is that the fifth starter will continue to be Ellington. This will move Isaiah Thomas back to the bench. By the way, great to have Isaiah Thomas back in the league. 
the NBA also much better with him out there, in my opinion, uh, along with Zion. But um, we've got sort of the contrast here on the Lakers. Since AD is out, of course, we've got the high-priced LeBron and Westbrook and then a bunch of cheaper guys around them. Now, LeBron, the, the most attractive target, of course, but over 11,000 on both sites, that's that's pretty steep. Um, so I don't know if he'll make the cash lineup either uh, with Phoenix's tough defense. Westbrook, uh, not going to go there uh, for the cash lineup for sure because around at, at the around $10,000 price, He's not, he's not even giving you 5X, whether ADs are in or out. Uh, in the last 10 games, he hasn't gotten to 50 fantasy points on DraftKings. So I'm not going there. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker is a nice price, but do we want to go there with his first game back? Um, probably not a cash option for me. Dwight Howard is playable. Um, you know, He's in the 4K range, which is nice. It's not a huge investment in a rather volatile player, as we know. And then with the bench, uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas been getting pretty good minutes, uh, scoring in double figures both games, uh, but he's priced more like a starter now on FanDuel. 4000 on DraftKings. He could get that done if he's, he's still that key guy off the bench with the ball in his hands. But Rondo's been getting minutes as well. So I just I think that's a situation to avoid. And with the front court, Mello is obviously the only option there. Um, 30 minutes in that last game against Chicago, he got up 17 shots. And it really was that three-headed monster with the offensive focus. Westbrook took 19, LeBron took 21, and Mello took 17. So that'll change a little bit with, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker back in and Dwight. You know, it's, it's, it's a deeper rotation here. But uh, Mello... Uh, again, the guy that I would look at the most off that bench, 4,600 on DraftKings is playable. All right, that's the five-game slate for you. Hope you enjoyed that. I uh, wish you the best with your lineups tonight. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can find me on Twitter at Language Olympic. We will continue our NBA coverage tomorrow. Coach will be back here to break down the next slate. And I hope everybody's having a great holiday week here. Really exciting time in sports, so it's kind of a busy time, isn't it, with uh, all the sports and the family stuff? So enjoy it. Uh, Good luck with your lineups tonight. Thank you for joining me on this journey through the NBA for tonight's five games, and uh, we'll see you for the next one. All right? So on behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.